Welcome to this edition of When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine, a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to you and me. I'm Jay Warmke. And I'm Annie Warmke. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the why is the cost of electricity going through the roof when the cost of renewable energy is falling or fear, greed, and the weather. So, so that second title <laughs> comes from, I was talking to a guy in the, in the natural gas industry, and he said, three things control the price of natural gas, um, fear, greed, and the weather. So uh, when we get to- You could say that about almost anything that's being consumed Probably in this doesn't apply to high-heeled shoes. But, I don't know, um, the weather, definitely, <laughs> definitely. All right, so, so what, what brought this on? Well, there was a recent report from the You're EIA. asking your own question. I'm asking now. and I'm answering. <laughs> I, I love that when you see these interviews where they go, just would it. I be the person who does that? Well, yes, I would be the person. To, am I hungry? Yes, I am hungry. All right. About, now you know, you're I, acting like I Donald know. Trump. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't say that. <laughs> um, okay. So, so there was a recent report by the EIA. That's the, um, let me guess this, Energy Industries Administration. I believe that's right. Or energy information. How many of the, those things? Can These exist? things they come Man. up anyway. So they were um, just sort of giving a state of the industry. You know how fast different things have grown. We're not getting into that at this particular time. But one of the things that they did mention is that the cost of electricity, and this is from July of last year to July of this year. So July 2021 to July 2022. The cost of residential electricity increased 11.5% in that one year. So now the average cost of electricity residential in the U.S. is 15 and a half cents per kilowatt hour. But you know why it, why it went up? I'm going to tell you. No, wait, I'm going well, to let me finish let, about Let me tell you why it's going up. Because it can. Yes. There you go. Because absolutely it can. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Right. Okay, commercial, commercial electricity, which is traditionally priced a little lower because you buy a little more, uh, that went up 14.2% to 13.15 cents per kilowatt hour. Does and, that make any sense? You use oh, more, you pay sense. less? Yeah, that's how they do that. No, but if you use more, you should have to pay more. There's a well, limited amount. Well, some places amount. do that, but mostly they say, hey, you know, volume pricing. But wait, in capitalist <laughs> society, when there's scarcity and you're using too much, you have to pay no, more. No, but if you go and buy the jumbo bag of beans, you get a lower cost per unit of beans. The you jumbo know. bang of beans now bang is, of beans. is lying because it'll say <laughs> I know what, that it is and it has half right, of it so in there in the same it's, size package. It's volume discount. And industrial actually increased 25.4% in one year increased a quarter and what is industrial like making steel yeah, well yeah they use and... natural gas a lot for that thing but basically any industry any manufacturing uh -huh. industry overall the price of electricity rose 15 percent in the last year so it makes no sense other than fear greed and the weather well why you might ask why well before and i get into that answer. i'm going to answer that <laughs> But before I get into that, I do have a little bit of information about historical pricing. Um, I'm looking through my cheat sheet here to see. Yeah, in 2000, the average cost of electricity in the U.S. was 8.7 cents per kilowatt Right, but hour. that's 22 years ago. Right, 2010, 
12.8 cents, mm-hmm. 2020, 13.5 cents, and then two, two years later, 15.5. So the, the rate of increase is definitely accelerating. You accelerating know what occurs to me, though, is that as these companies are literally being forced to transition from fossil fuels that they are passing that cost onto the customer instead of the their shareholders. Okay, you might think that, okay. but that's not the answer. Okay, so it's just a bold-faced lie and they're just I doing it I will say that none of this has anything to do with renewable energy. None of these cost increases. Or just they made lots of bad investments. Well, actually, the number one reason for these uh, increases is the fact that still more than 60% of the electricity in the country is generated using natural gas and coal. Yeah, but that's kind of what I'm saying. No, but there, well, the cost of natural gas has increased dramatically. In fact, in, um, let me look this up. I want to get it. I have it in my memory, but my notes are just, it's like you wrote these. They're all over the page. (laughs) So... (laughs) But it's basically a year and a half ago, it was $2 a therm for natural gas. Today, it's $9 a therm. But you know, like some of the those gas pipelines that they were trying to get approved and they were unapproved, um, some of the costs, you know, over the last uh, decade where these fracking and shale drilling and all that has not paid off. The way that they thought it would, the pricing of these um, goods that they're extracting have not brought the price they thought they could get, even though the government continued to subsidize. So there's a lot of that filtered into this when you say their own financial loss. Some of that. I mean, basically what they're what they're arguing, uh, a lot of them are going to say, hey, you know what, this whole thing in Russia has caused oh, prices to go up. That's bull. It, it is because essentially natural gas is not something you can easily export or import. In fact, the countries we do most of the importing and exporting from are Canada. Canada and Mexico. Yeah. Because we have pipelines that go. We we can convert it to liquid natural gas, LNG. And they do that. And that is increasing quite a lot. It's still such a tiny bit of the market. Um, certainly but less than ten percent. Grill or one of those. No, they use them in, in in a lot of different uh, activities. But but essentially, it's it's a small proportion, and the amount of imports. Um, yes, the amount of imports is not as much as the amount of exports for around the first time. But but don't we export oil? No, this is natural gas we're talking about at the moment. Um, is it, but if you want to just see, okay, you would say we've now have less supply, so so prices have gone up. Well, consumption did increase four point three percent, but production increased four point two percent. So essentially, we have the same amount of natural gas that we had before Russia or anybody right. else got involved. They're just basically throwing that out there because people will accept it, but it's not really the concern. Um, you know, prices go up. Why? Fear, greed, and the weather. You know, well, the weather hasn't been, I mean, we've had severe events, but overall, you know, we've been on a pattern of hotter summers, colder winters, but that's not something that just happened in 2022. You know, that's something that we've been experiencing for a long time. So that should not 
show why suddenly the price quadrupled right for natural so i'm going to go back to this so it isn't just about fear and greed and weather it's about the window of opportunity to market your product in a way that makes people have to pay well it's a lot like of people are expensive like extortion They're, well all these companies and there's been a lot of exposés on this that say people expect it that there's inflation right now we've heard a lot about supply chain That's constraints what I'm talking about. so let's just let's just do it and see what happens but it, you know? it then drives the price up of everything but it's extortion yeah. because you have to have the energy in order you could get by without the the air conditioning if you had to for most people, unless you're in a nursing home or hospital, but you can't get by without heat in some areas of the country. Right. Well, and also if your business is, you know, let's say you smelt aluminum or whatever, and that's what you do. We've got to keep your employees warm in the office. Well, it's not about warm. It's that's the thing that makes the product that you sell. So, so it's just, you got to buy it and you don't have a choice. And that's one of the problems with these monopolistic, um, uh, businesses essentially is, is you don't have a choice. So as you said, why are the prices going up? Because they, they can. can. Um, coal was even worse. We saw uh, in the last 18 months or so, the price of coal went up a factor of 10. So it went from about $330 a ton to over $300 a ton. Um, that's, that is just absolutely astounding. Yeah, it's crap anyway. But you know what I was thinking? What would happen if say a, a town, a, a small town like Marietta, uh, would say we're going to organize a boycott and nobody's going to pay their gas bill. <laughs> well, now wait a minute, because there would be no revenue. Good luck with that. No, but it would. They shut you off. They just shut you everybody? off. Everybody. Yeah. Why not? It would hurt them. Yeah. Well, what California did is they said, "Listen, no new homes can be constructed well, with go. gas, with go. natural gas." Because, and what this is pointing out is one of the arguments that the renewable industry has had for a long time is look at the volatility of yeah, fossil fuels. That's right. Prices go up, prices come down, there's gluts. Now, when the prices come back down, I will almost guarantee you the price of electricity will not go down. No. You know, it's like you see with chicken feed and things like That's that. That's right. Or they the say cost- there's a problem with the corn and they raise it $5 a, a 50 pound bag and then, oh, it's over. And then it's still $5 more. Right. So uh, there have been um, the, so, so we've talked about the gas prices and gas is significant. And I would, I would say, all right, Maybe that justifies some of the increase in electric costs. Doesn't justify all of it, but some of it. And hopefully it should be temporary because when the prices come back down, uh, it should go back down, but it won't. And but their shareholders are making, you know, they make a lot of money. A lot of money. Well, we'll get more into that because you talk about, you know, CEO pay and things like that, it gets even worse. But let's, uh, the coal prices, the weather, we've, we've hit on some of that. So one of the things that I found interesting is um, when, when you're evaluating how cost factors for electricity, there's... Meaning like if you're building a house or something? No, no, no. Like when somebody is selling electricity, what are the things that went into the costing of that electricity? Uh, one of them is generation. Right. That's what most people would think of as the only cost. I'm going to run a coal power plant or I'm going to run a well, gas power plant. Or I've got some, they have yeah. So you've equipment. got you've got 
generation. You've got transportation. Mm -hmm. Now, transportation is essentially taking it from the power plant and getting it out there closer to the customer, usually a substation of some sort. Mm -hmm. Then you have distribution. So the distribution is taking it from the substation and getting it to the consumer. Um, those are all the power lines that you see in your cities, all the little transformers that are hanging on poles. All of that stuff is part of the distribution well, meter. network. Gas has its own meter. Yeah, they the have ground. their meters. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, for natural gas. I'm talking electricity. Oh, now. okay. And, um, and then you have administration, right? So there's an administrative aspect to doing all of these things. Well, in, um, let's see, in 2010, the cost for generation was 6.8 cents per kilowatt hour on average. So people were paying 6.8 cents. Now, by the time we get to 2020, the cost for generation has dropped to 4.6 cents. Well, at the same time, what happened? Price of the electricity goes up pretty dramatically. Um, it, it increased maybe three or four cents a kilowatt hour. Now they're blaming the cost of the fuel. Well, that's in the generation cost. So even if you doubled the cost of the fuel, you're not back up to the same cost that were there five or 10 years ago. So, so yeah, it's a factor, but it, it cannot be the only factor because generation costs continue to come down. But you know, what's interesting is during that time period, that same time period, that would have been when they're refusing electricity generating uh, companies were refusing to accept that solar was really a thing. They were saying it was a, just a flash in the pan. And right. so they were investing in boilers and, you know, billion dollar investments well, natural into their gas. infrastructure to try to see if they could bring natural gas online. And, and so at the same time, the cost was going down. That's crazy. All right. Well, let me interrupt you there in the world, in the middle of crazy. <laughs> and say, remind everybody, you are listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jay and Annie Warmke, reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it. And thank God, or maybe I hope so, talking about this, it doesn't <laughs> sound God. like it. Well, you were you were talking about, okay, what is the price? What's the cost of, of generating electricity? Um, and as I said before, the generating cost is somewhere in the neighborhood of four and a half cents, 4.6 cents. That's the average in, in 2020. Now that includes old facilities and new facilities. But if you wanted to build a brand new facility, what is the what are the costs associated with that? And for coal power plants, this would be a brand new facility built today with coming online in about five years. Does this include the cost of extraction? Everything. Well, it, a lot of those are externalized, but it's 8.26 cents per kilowatt hour. So, so new much. coal is, yeah, twice what it, you're currently charging. Mm -hmm. A nuclear power plant, not Ooh. counting the cost of all the externalized things there, 8.17 cents. So Still almost twice Very as much. expensive. Mm -hmm. Natural gas. Now this was at the, $2 a therm, not at $9 a therm, was 3.99 cents. So actually, and this is one reason why they're retiring a lot of these coal power plants, is running an existing coal power plant costs you more than building 
a brand new natural gas power right. plant. Like almost three times as much? Well, at the moment, the average cost is 4.6, so a little bit more, but not that much. But if you built a brand new one, which they're not doing because there's no economic justification. Yeah. Um, wind is 4.02 cents. So that's the cost per kilowatt hour. Solar is the low cost at 3.38 cents. We're building a solar brand new solar array. You know, it's going to cost you three, not even three and a half cents a kilowatt hour. So logically, you would think, all right, we're going to shift over. Wait, as wait, much. wait. The word logically, Logic, that's logically. the problem you're caught up there. Yeah. So, so one of the issues there is that um, utility companies, oh, before I get into that, I wanted to back up because you're you're ranting about I shareholders. Rant. I didn't rant. Not okay. yet. Not yet. All right. So one of the issues they never bring up in the trade <laughs> stuff is why is the cost going? Well, they oh, natural gas prices are high. We have to invest in infrastructure, which they're not doing. Um, now the government's stepping in to yeah. invest in the in yeah, infrastructure. That's sad. Um, CEO pay. CEO pay for these corporate executives. Um, has increased about 500% during this same time period. The average CEO now makes about $25 million a year. And this extends to the chairman of the board of these companies. I'm sure the, the board members get yeah. paid. And then millions. the shareholders make a lot of money they too. They do, but but most of it, I think, gets sucked up. In fact, you, we see that in the cost of administration. But they um, like to argue that we have to answer to our shareholders. Yeah. They want to see us make money. Yeah, we have to maximize profits to our shareholders while I get $150 million in compensation. And they also argue that, listen, it takes a lot of business savvy and smarts to um, make money in these large corporations. <laughs> but these are regulated industries that are dictated by law to make money. So, yeah. so you could, it's you could a be, a, you could be a mushroom growing on a log and you would still make a profit running yeah. a utility, which you probably do a better job <laughs> than a lot of wow. these guys. So, so discouraging. So and we can pay the mushrooms a little bit less. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, you see with the cost, um, with the administration costs from 2010 to 2020, um, the cost of administration went from 2.6 to uh, 4.3 cents. Now, one of the things that I, I I was mentioned to you before, and it reminds me of that old George Carlin joke about, you know, a penny for your thoughts, but you got to put your two cents in. Yeah. And somebody's making a penny somewhere. Well, the margins on these things are increasing. In fact, the margin, the difference between what they're charging and what their costs associated have more than doubled um, over that that ten year period, but they're not showing increased profits, you know, to their shareholders. Well, they can do what they want with the books. They're Come hiding on. them in there. They're, well, they they have increased their pay. Yeah, they're for the execs. But you know what I wonder is with the new smart grid uh, ideas and smart appliances and all that. Is is it going to equal itself out with the, all the new customers still consuming the same amount, or will we be able to cut back the amount of electricity? Because it strikes me as we have no control. There's nothing we can do about this. Um, oh, fear well, not. 
if you're not the last. Blow up some utility no, company sites. I think what it is, is the structure as has existed for the last hundred years or so with regulated utilities operating in this fashion. Um, well, there is, there is no incentive at the moment for them to cut costs. None whatsoever. In fact, there are disincentives. No, I mean, that's all good. Anybody's pay. The more they pay the CEO, the more they're allowed to make. Yeah. So that's all good um, as far as they're concerned. And there's been no, nothing anyone can do about it because you gotta, you gotta get the, uh, pay your electric bill. Uh, In fact, the way that a regulated um, electric company works is their operational expenses you know, generating the electricity, delivering the electricity and, and selling it are, are designed to operate at a break even. Um, so the, the um, public utilities commissions of the various states will say, how much does it cost for you to get this to the public? Okay. That's what we'll set the rates at. So that's the break even rate. That's the rate. So they, mm-hmm. they don't make a profit there, although people are fiddling it and they're getting a lot of money and pay and things like that. That's all cooked into that where they really make their money is when they build stuff, when they invest in a coal power plant or when they invest in a natural gas power plant, then they're allowed to pay for that plus add on a profit. So they are incentivized to spend as much money as they can. That's part of the reason why these nuclear power plants were just such a great thing because you could go in and spend billions of dollars to the the utilities because, because they're guaranteed. Okay. I get, if I'm spending a billion, I can collect from the ratepayers a billion plus a 10% mm-hmm. profit. Yeah. And so now we're starting. And, and the more, if I have overruns, I make more profit. And then if we blow up the world, well, what the heck? Well, I but, was rich. Yeah, but it's also a, a, a crazy way to run a, a well, fruit it stand. Is. It is. You know? it's, it's really not capitalism. Well, it's extortion. And this was all fine when the only place that you could get electricity was from a, a coal power plant or a nuclear power right, plant. Right, because they had complete control. Right, but now, now we're entering into this world of distributed energy. And the cost for me or for Amazon or for Google or somebody like that or Apple to build their own power plant is actually cheaper than the cost for them to continue to buy power from the electric company. Well, so why wouldn't you do that it at some point? I well, think. Well, they're trying, but they can't really because Apple has well, more they can power. Outlaw it. No, but Apple has more power than First Energy, or Apple has more political power than AEP. So these utilities, while big, are not as big as the Silicon Valley giants who want to get into this energy marketplace because there's a lot of money to be made. Plus, in, they're in and they're market. such big consumers themselves. And and of course, right now we have an administration that's very supportive of renewable energy. Even when we don't have an administration that's as supportive, it's still a lot of money flowing out there. I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, solar companies buying off congressmen. You know, I mean, you, there's when there's money to be made, there's there's money to be paid. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I sound like uh, what Mr. T or something here. <laughs> Pity the fool. So, <laughs> no, you don't. There's really. a dated reference, right? Yes. That's so, right. so the barriers to entrance into this marketplace are pretty low, um, and so we're seeing a lot well, of these if you companies. You have enough money, you yeah, can but, do much of anything. But these other companies are making a lot of money. 
Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, that's true. So they're saying, you know, what am I going to do with all this cash? I certainly don't want to lower my prices. I certainly don't want to give it to my employees. But that's also so, what doesn't make sense why Amazon would say, all right, let's uh, create a, a an industrial size solar generating uh, field. And then let's just throw it out there and let any old crappy people install. Well, there's the disconnect between concept and now they're going into their normal practices. Oh, where their business culture. Now their culture is let's get a low bid. Let's, let's yeah, skimp. Stupid. Let's save. Let's do all mm -hmm. of these things. Instead of saying, let's make a an investment here that's going to be robust and is going to survive for the next 25 years. They're just going, how can I make this thing pay for itself as quick as possible? Because I get my bonuses based on, you know, whatever the last El quarter's, uh, in, you know, yeah. um, profit margins seem Being to the be. the cheapest possible. Well, one of the things I worry about is when you combine these two, these two um, factors, the utility companies Wait, are incentive. Two? I'm getting to it. Oh, <laughs> All right. number one. Okay. Number right. one. Number one, the utility companies are incentivized to oh, build things. Yes. And spend, 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 spend. spend. So mm -hmm. they're going to build gas power plants. They're going to build wind farms. They're going to build solar arrays as quickly and as much as they can. And right now we need a lot, but we will reach a saturation point right. at some point. Now, and the, a lot of these things don't wear out. So it isn't right. like the coal powered and the natural gas. They're going to go on and on yeah, and on. Yeah, we have a 25 year, let's or say more. minimum. But yeah. minimum. Mm -hmm. Now, at the same time, they haven't lowered their prices. So Apple, Google, uh, Blue Rock Station is incentivized to install our own power plants. At Which the same time, yes. yes, at the <laughs> same time that the utilities are overbuilding. Yeah, and that's their what I was getting plants. at earlier is that what's going to happen when they realize, wait a minute, we're not selling as much well, electricity. Yeah. So then they start complaining. So what are they going to do? I'll tell you what they're going to do first raise their prices. That's what I'm not doing. making as much money as I was making. Let's raise our price. Yeah. Okay, that now incentivizes people more more That's to right. install their own. So it becomes the engine of their own doom right. where they become an irrelevant provider. Well, now we're also in a transition, which is going to extend this period a bit because we're electrifying everything. So, so when you start um, having a lot yeah. of electricity, now you move from gas from transportation being primarily petroleum based to being primarily electric, electric. Mm -hmm. well that's as much as we currently use right. in all the buildings so they're going to be like falsely that. shored up in a way for a while for mm -hmm. the next couple of decades mm -hmm. you know which then, a couple boom. of decades is a long time yeah. you know uh, for us especially <laughs> it didn't used to be as long <laughs> but uh but now, uh, anyway, so so for the next 20 years, what that will really mean is, man, we're going to be installing solar like crazy. Right. And all of the government incentives are in place. All of the um, mine, all of the uh, marketplace incentives right. are in place. The technology is there where solar is the low cost option and it's getting cheaper. Yeah. Uh, natural gas, fuel, uh, coal. Um, petroleum, they're already volatile, they're already expensive, and they will become more volatile mm -hmm. and more expensive. You know, we're just now seeing that they're cutting off oil supplies from the Middle East. You know, well, that's going to just add add to that concern. And speaking of concerns, 
You have concerns? We're at the wow. end of our time. Okay. All right. You have been listening to When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine with Jan Annie Warmke. We want to thank our, I don't know, how can I make fun of Adam Rich today? Oh, just um, say something nice. He's our, a great our guy to always work with. sweet to work with, yes, Adam nice. Rich. Professional. I'll give him an Emmy. He won an Emmy for two, sweetness. Two. Two Emmys. Okay. For sweetness <laughs> and delightfulness. <laughs> and we want to spend just a little bit of time with you. And, uh, <laughs> we do. We did. And as your grandmother hopefully told you, the secret to a happy and sustainable life is... Play nice with others. Clean your, up your own mess and eat your veggies. You need more, Jay. You're making mistakes. All right. Until next time. You can find more information on living sustainably in our unsustainable world at blueRockStation.com.